What's up, creatives? Welcome back to another episode of the Flourish Effect podcast. I am your host, Michelle Anna of lovemichelleanna.com, and I really hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. We have been gone for a little while, but we are back for season four. Last week, we talked about going back to basics, you guys, and really like what that looks like for a creative to go back to the basics and to just remember what it was the last thing, right, that God had asked you to do. What was that thing that God asked? you to do so if you want to catch up on that episode make sure you go back one episode to be all caught up for season four and of course today we're going to be talking about prioritizing healing I don't think we really deeply consider how the wounds of our past or the rejection of our past or um, the way that we were uh, raised or the way that we were parented, our childhood, all these different things. I don't think we really, really consider the ways in which that does either distract us or cause us to work a certain way as a creative. And if we don't prioritize our healing now, we will see the effects of those things either in the long run, or maybe we're even seeing the effects of not prioritizing healing right now in our day-to-day. Maybe you suffer from uh, just like really feeling rejected or lack of support, or you just feel just a lack of confidence, period, in your life, and it has affected your level of production, and maybe it has affected the way you see yourself, and maybe you want to change that, which is why I'm so excited for our sponsor for today's episode. It is the Creative Starter Kit. It is specifically curated for the creative. It includes a 30-day devotional. It has a workbook and a curated resource for creatives. So if you're looking for maybe just self-reflection questions, a 30-day content calendar, maybe some inspiration for a morning or nighttime routine, we've got some productivity tips in there. And of course, a 30-day devotional highlighting things like identity and purpose and confidence and how to really see those things in the eyes of what the Bible talks about and concerning us as creatives. So make sure that you check out that link in the show notes or go to theflourisheffect.com and scroll down to the creative starter kits. And it, the good thing that uh, about this part is that it is digital. So you can actually have it like today, download it today. And um, yeah, tag us if you end up downloading it. We cannot wait to hear your feedback regarding the creative starter kit. So if you guys have not already, of course, before we get started with the topic, I want to make sure that you guys pause for a few seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating. You guys, I this really does help the podcast in ranking. It helps get this into the eyes and ears of new people and that's what this is all about being a creative is literally trailblazing and being a pioneer for a new solution in your industry and the flourish effect is a solution for the industry for the creative and so It really warms my heart when I get to actually read some of the ratings and reviews that have been left by listeners like yourself. So I have Erica Bushwell here who left a review here uh, with a five-star rating and she said, uplifting, inspiring, and encouraging. Uh, She said, provides amazing encouragement and positive messages to listeners, a great environment that motivates, inspires, and comforts, whether it be in one's personal life 
or business, Michelle Anna offers amazing advice and uplifting words. Thank you so much, Erica. I, I really do enjoy reading these. And, and honestly, for someone like myself, it really just does uh, show me that like God is really working in my life through the things that I've learned throughout my content creation journey as a creative myself and coming into that as well as in business and building, uh, helping to build community and helping other leaders become leaders in their industry as well. And so that's something to me that's very special to be a part of. I think it's that time that we're going to go ahead and get into the topic for today. I want you guys to really kind of think about what comes to mind when you think about healing. Does it, does it kind of show you a picture of you basking and running into the fields with sunflowers is it you crying in your room (laughs) is it you traveling what comes to mind when you think of the word healing is it you automatically thinking about the trauma is it you thinking through some of the things that are unforgivable that have been done to you or maybe that you've done to other people what comes to mind when you think about healing? I'm I'm really interested in kind of knowing what that is and not literally knowing, but I want you to reflect on that and really think about what does healing actually mean? I think sometimes when people think of healing, we think of an arrival, a place that we are to arrive that whether it, it exists or not, somehow, some way, I have to be able to tell when I have arrived in that place. And one thing about me is I've been in my kind of healing journey. I feel like we've all forever been in a healing journey, right? Uh, but if I, if I were to really focus in on maybe the last five years of my life and unlearning a lot of things and kind of learning new things that I never thought I would even be open to learning about. But because I had to undo so many things, there was space there. There was vulnerability there. There was an open mind and an open heart to what God was restoring inside of me. And I feel like For me, community was one of those areas. I kind of low-key was like, you know what? I don't know about this thing because... I've just been so, I have felt so burnt by community. I have felt so like, how how is this even something that God speaks so beautifully about? Uh, But I want to believe that because community in community we're building relationship we are chal- we are both challenged we are are held accountable so we're challenged and we're held accountable but we're also growing in so many ways and so we don't really have any measure of growth in terms of the fruits of patience right the fruits of of self-discipline the fruits of the spirit period how can we measure some of those fruits fruits if we're not in community if we're not in relationship and when I say in relationship I I quite literally mean any people relationship you have whether it be with your spouse with your co-worker with your peers um with people in your industry like I literally mean that like the people relationships that we have in our lives that make up the different communities that we are a part of and so sometimes I feel like we we think we have to arrive to a place of healing when in fact it really is the process. So going back to my example, I had to process out a lot of people. 
I had to process out and forgive myself for trying to bring everyone alongside of me when they weren't meant to go through this window or to this door that God was calling me to go through. Doesn't mean it's like this you can't sit with me type of vibe, but it means that if I if I cannot agree to be obedient to what God is calling me, how am I going to be good to my community? How am I going to be uh a loving, confident, creative, if I myself don't believe in myself. Your community can believe in you all they want. But if you do not believe in you, if you don't do the work to better yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, all of those things and more, how can you actually show up for your community if you're not Making that decision to say, there's got to be better for me. Not to be selfish, right? Not to just say I'm doing this for me. But did you know that God is glorified through the way that you live your day to day? God is glorified through the way that you show up in your life on a day to day. And we think it's so mundane, but there's really so much power in our day to day. There's really so much power in the process that we are on right now in our lives. And that right there, my friend, is healing. And so when when we are prioritizing our healing in our day to day, I want to first talk about what it might look like right now, because this is not everybody, but it might look like this for you right now. And so oftentimes, because we don't prioritize our healing, a lot of the things um, leave us almost as if there's always something missing. Have you guys ever felt that way? Like you just always feel like you're trying hard. You're you're doing all the strategy. You're doing all the marketing. You're you're doing what your coach said to do. You're 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 studying the thing that your mentor told you to study or advised you to study. You're you're going to you're doing all these things, whatever those things are, and you just always feel like something is missing. You have always felt like something is missing. And so we we end up with this like desire to fill that gap with things that don't belong there instead of sitting with that thing and prioritizing what is it that I need to heal in this moment? What is it that I need to heal in this area of my life that I am not privy to right now, that I don't have the language to right now? Like, God, help me bring me some language here that I can speak into this dormant area that I can speak into this hole, literally hole in my heart, that I can speak to this gap that I don't know how to speak into. I just don't know how to speak life into this area. I don't know how to affirm myself in this area. I don't know how to pray over this area and how to break through in this area of my life. So you're just going to have to help me because I don't have the words. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the understanding. And I think sometimes we forget that we can come to God just like that. We can come to God just like that. This is literally asking of God, like, God, I don't really know. Maybe you're new to the faith or maybe you're not even a person of faith and you're like, I don't even know what she's talking about. Well, listen, 
when you come to God and you say, literally, God, I don't know why I'm oftentimes feeling this way, but God, I am praying that you give me the language, that you enlighten the eyes of my understanding, that you open my eyes, that you open my ears so that I can have language to speak to this hole, to this gap that I consistently feel and I cannot bring myself to it for it to be filled in any other way. Sometimes it's through your work, right? We're talking about creatives here, right? So sometimes we tie actually next week's episode is going to be talking about your worth is not found in your work okay so make sure you subscribe to the podcast and that you are ready and available for that episode dropping next week but um, it's so important that we don't tie our value of who we are and our identity to the work that we're able to produce as creatives because that's not what we do over here. And that's also not productive for your life on a day-to-day. And so another thing that we end up doing um, right now when we're not prioritizing our healing, we end up having a scarcity mentality, which breeds competition, which breeds comparison, which breeds all these different things that are not they just don't help in your living, right? In your living journey, if that's even a thing, in your day-to-day, if you're an entrepreneur or if you work for an office setting or whatever the case is, those things just don't work because you're constantly looking to your left, to your right for approval of people. So it's this like scarcity mentality. And oftentimes we talk about how scarcity affects the way we look at money. But let's also address the fact that we there are people in our lives, including ourselves, that at some point or another, we've had a scarcity mentality as it relates to the the clients that we have. Or, you know, you start to, to compare yourself to um, uh, your peers instead of understanding that collaboration is so powerful. Y'all, I think that sometimes we want it to be so much about ourselves that we don't realize how much further we can really take this message of the gospel and the message of our solutions and our strategies that God has literally gifted to us around the world and impact real life communities. If we just say like, Lord, I'm going to collaborate with another creative. I'm going to go ahead and collaborate with the person that you have highlighted to me in this season, because I know that you are taking this further than just myself. And that's ultimately the goal you guys and maybe maybe that's not the way you think maybe the way that you think is like you know what I don't think I'm even worthy of partnership I don't even think I'm worthy of investing into myself and learning more about what actually God has put in me the talents and the skills and the things that he has actually put on the inside of me for me to actually develop and that's what I'm here to confront sometimes we feel like we're not worthy enough to invest in we're not worthy enough to have and create the things that we see ourselves creating and we see ourselves developing and so it's not enough to just see yourself you actually have to do the work behind it we can't just continue to see ourselves into obedience we actually have to one yes see ourselves into obedience but actually obey the very thing that we're asked of obey the thing make the decision and do the thing right do the thing another thing that pauses our 
prioritizing of our healing, right, is sometimes we want to take everyone with us. I, I kind of briefly hit on this earlier. And and sometimes like we have been a part of so many different communities. They have either raised us. They have been a part of very like vital moments in our lives and, and growing moments and and life situations and and these people mentors leaders whatever the case is peers have been a part of those things but yet there are there are moments where God will call you to either transition or move to another state or country or move into a different peer group or transition into or pivot into something else another industry right now I'm experiencing a weird kind of like transition because although I still do work with brands I am now transitioning transitioning into becoming an author and what it looks like to position yourself as an author, a speaker, you know, someone who is talking about the things that I talk about. And so there are a lot of learning things that I'm trying to learn while I'm applying, while I am still showing up as the creative that I'm that I am. And so we have to weigh the the things that are happening in our world and recognize everybody cannot go with us. And I want to make sure that I I say this. It's not that we are so high up that God is like, oh, I'm going to separate you and no one can go with you and anything like that. Like I I really did not like that mentality growing up because so many people is like, oh, you know, it's because of your calling that you have to just be so, so isolated and all these things. Don't get me wrong. Like there are moments where God will call you to solitude. You know, God could do anything. Let me let me just say that God could really do anything. I could I could be talking to you guys with this on this podcast and you know the Lord will just reveal to me another layer of of this revelation but what I'm trying to say is stop blocking your blessing through people by thinking that everyone is the same right but also have the wisdom and the discernment to know when it's time to carry on right when it's time to let go and carry on and make sure that you are not so weighed and burdened uh, uh concerning you taking everybody with you that you're missing out on the fact that it is your time to lock in and to be obedient to what God is telling you to do so many times we miss opportunities because we feel like we have to take um, our business partners or we feel like we have to take our peers or mentees or mentors along the way. And it's like there are growing pains along this whole thing. Like, I don't know what you heard, but like even in business, it's hard. Like certain partnerships have to end because it was the end of that thing. Um, I love to quote the scripture found in the Ecclesiastes. I can't uh, I can't remember the exact uh, chapter and verse, but I'll make sure I put in the show notes, but Ecclesiastes talks about how better is the ending of a thing than the beginning thereof. Okay. Consider it a blessing when something ends, because that only means that something new can begin. And so just in case you feel like you're in the the moment right now in the season where, why can't I just take everybody with me? I want everybody to grow. I want everyone to come along with me. And you feel like God is actually calling you apart to be apart from that and he is separating you, then I want you to understand that the quicker you understand the value of what God is depositing you and you're prioritizing your healing in this moment, the more value you'll be able to give back to your community. But you can't bring everybody along a sinking ship right? You can't bring everybody along if you're so weighed down, if you're worried about your finances, if you're worried about your children, if you're worried about the revenue in your business, if you're worried about just your heart and and 
creating content or whatever it is that you're worried about, understand that the quicker you identify those worries, the the quicker you understand that not everybody can indeed go with you where you're going. And it may just be for a season, but you have to lock into what God is speaking to you right now. And so now I want to talk about what it actually looks like to prioritize your healing, right? Like what are some of the things that you can ask yourself? What are some of the things that you can actually practically do in your life to prioritize your healing? Number one, I got to let you know that Jesus heals, okay? Like I have walked through some of the most heartbreaking, gut-wrenching, embarrassing type of situations and through, I mean, through the end, from the end to the beginning, beginning to end, through and through with every detail, God has been the one to heal. And I continue to prioritize my healing because sometimes you, we could be just so sensitive and so offended um, and so like enraged with different things. And it's like, no, Lord, like check my heart. Like, why did that trigger me? Like, why am I sensitive to that? Not to say that sensitivity is a bad thing, but what are the things that, that send me through the roof that actually disrupt my whole entire workflow that I have to walk away I have to end the day because now I am triggered and now I cannot do the thing that I was supposed to do or the goals that I had for this day or for this week and those things are very important to understand like there are certain things in our world that we are so vexed by but we have not sat with those things and said well why when this person enters to the room enters in the room why am I so vexed Right. Why is it that I cannot make more money than what I have uh, in at this point in my business? I should be further along. Why is it that I have not finished this book? In what area am I not trusting you, Lord? But. I say all that to say, in prioritizing your healing, you got to know who the healer is. Sometimes we're so uh, fixated on the healing part that we don't realize the healer is the one that is doing the healing. And so when we fix our eyes with Jesus and we understand that he is the one healing so that we can be the hands and feet, right? So that we can be the pioneers, so that we can be the creatives that we're called to be on this side of heaven, right? The the people need what you have, but if you are not healing and you're not prioritizing your healing, right, and understanding who the healer is and why he is so significant to adding him into your life and creating a relationship with him, then the conversation is really over, right? Because we have to understand that the power of healing comes from him. The power of us to be even able to have the strength to show up oftentimes or nine times out of 10 or 10 out of 10 really is because we're standing on the heels of his strength. His strength is perfect strength, right? So that's number one. When we're prioritizing our healing, we have to know that Jesus is the one that's healing, that Jesus is the one that is the beholder of the healing that we desire. The next thing, which is no surprise, is that we have to learn how to flourish in our soul. You guys know that that's one of the pillars of why the Flourish Effect even exists. It exists to allow you and encourage you and educate you to how to (laughs) flourish in your soul, which I like to call soul care, right? And so you have to kind of do an inventory of your day-to-day, of your daily routine, of your lifestyle. I love to ask this question um, to my mentees oftentimes, like what was the last day that you felt the most joy, right? What was the last day that you felt the most despair or sadness? What happened on those days, right? How did you take what those days look like and 
how did you turn the sad days around and how did you maintain the the productivity or the joy of the days that you felt like you were on top of the world? What was the difference? How can you duplicate um, the days that, listen, let me tell you some, something I got to be very clear about. Not every day in our life is going to be perfect, right? Not every day is going to be joy filled, right? Not every day because literally we, we're in this life and there are, the Bible talks about suffering, right? There are things that we are going to suffer. There are things that we're going to have to walk through. Don't ask me why, but I just know that that is a part of life. There is painful moments and situations that we live through. So when I say duplicate, I'm really talking about the practicality. How did you change or shift your worry to worship? How did you change or shift your pity party into a praise party. That's so corny, but y'all know what I mean, right? So that is what I'm saying. How can you duplicate that and and kind of take back that prioritizing in your hands so that you can flourish in your soul? Do you have a soul care maintenance plan? I have this thing called soul scribing sessions where it's literally me teaching. It's a masterclass. It's like, it's self-paced, first of all, but it's over two hours or three hours worth of me teaching you the importance of the mind, the will, and the emotions and how important it is for you do tend to your soul. It's like a garden. And I pretty much teach the garden method of journaling, which is a template. And one of the first things I talk about uh, in the G of garden is gratitude. We enter into his presence with gratitude. And when we're journaling, sometimes we go straight to like, hey God, I'm just having a rough day. Like this is not what it is. And I I feel like sometimes, and this is not like a a toxic uh, positivity type of thing. Like that's not what this is. It's understanding and fixing stating your thoughts on the fact that independent of what life looks like right now, I'm still going to be grateful because God, your mercy is new every day. I'm still going to be grateful and filled with gratitude because there was one point in time where I didn't believe in myself. There was one point in time where it was worse than what it is now. There's one, there was one point in time where I didn't think I could make it through that time. And here I am today making it again. Here I am today making it one more day, Father. So show me What is stored up in today that I can really continue to multiply in my life and duplicate in my life and have the understanding so that I can uh, essentially continue to live a life that is anchored in this principle. It's anchored in this principle of gratitude and, and nothing can shift me from knowing that God is real and nothing can shift my reality from, from me thinking that God isn't, doesn't have my back. Have there been times where I felt like God didn't have my back? Yeah. I'll be real. I absolutely have. I'm like, Oh, like what's up with this? Like, why am I experiencing this when I did X, Y, Z, right? But I've realized that when I just pivot my thoughts and I say, you know what, this is what's happening. But you know what, first and foremost, before I even talk to you today, like I thank you for my life right now. Like I have a roof over my head. I have clothes on my back. Like I'm just grateful. I'm so thankful that you considered me, that you considered my needs. 
that you considered my needs. You may have not answered the prayer, my prayer, in the way that I wanted you to, but you answered it in the way that it needed to be answered. And so for that, I am thankful. For that, I'm thankful. Let me tell you something. I I had to cry a few tears to even have that revelation. And so (laughs) moving right along, you know, we talked about Jesus healing. He's the healer. Let's lock our eyes with that. We talked about flourishing in our soul. Like that looks like literally what's your day to day? What's your soul care? What's your uh, soul care maintenance plan? Like I like to call it. And so, you know, there are things that you can practically do in your world so that you can activate and really uh, resist that desire of defaulting into what it it always has looked like. Has it been working? Like for real, ask yourself, has it been working the way that I've been not prioritizing my healing? Because if I didn't mention it before, when you actually prioritize your healing, you are actually working, identifying, and creating from a place of rest. Because when you are doing these things, you're prioritizing healing. You know who your healer is. You don't have to stress out and self-sabotage and compare and compete and all these things because you are coming from a place of resting in your identity in him. And let me tell you something. Even while earlier I was recording this, literally I had to pause recording because God gave me an idea for another episode. And so I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Let me let me go ahead and steward this thought, this idea well by pausing what I'm doing and writing this idea down right so flourishing your soul the next thing is what are the areas in your life that you've experienced cycles of frustration cycles of frustration what kind of ticks you off and has it has it been ticking you off for a long time right for me it has been the area of um my weight loss. Let me tell you something. I am totally okay with the way that the Lord made me uh, my heart and all my parts. Listen, I'm not mad at it, but there is a vision in my head. I see it in my head, right? Of how I want my waist, how I want the ratios of my body to, 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 to sit. And y'all know what I mean, right? And even males too, like you guys just have a, a way that you want your body to be. There's one way in saying that you see it, right? Like this is, I see it. Then there's another way of thinking where you're actually doing what it takes to build this body. And so I think for me, it's just been this on and off again, understanding of what my body needs at this current time, you know, but I felt like there was cycles of frustration. But when I had those cycles of frustration, I had to look back in my five day window. Did you work out this week? Did you eat later than what you had to? Like, what's up? Like, why did you not prioritize? this and so I had to think about oh okay girl you were stressed out or girl you you really have nothing to complain about because you didn't do anything right so what are those cycles of frustration that you've been experiencing those areas right and confront those areas stop walking yourself into a trap right? Start prioritizing your healing by confronting those areas that are just cycles of frustration. And so you will begin to realize that when you write those things down, when you prioritize your healing and saying like, you know what, I'm not going to allow this to trigger me anymore, right? Like sometimes it's just really petty stuff. Like it'll be stuff like right now, like I literally was um, recording video for this podcast episode and the SD card just just kept running out. Y'all, 
all I got to do is make sure that the content that's in there is transferred to my external hard drive and it's transferred to my other external hard drive. Like I got like 3000 of those and clear the SD card. Why in the world do I walk myself into the same frustration when I hit record on that camera and I'm mad because it runs out of room? Y'all, what in the world? That's something, that's a cycle of frustration that just may have the ability to to upset you, to make you mad and make you petty. Then you start complaining, you just start spiraling. So what is that thing that you can easily like take care of today to avoid the frustration of tomorrow. And so that, my friends, are just a few, those are just a few things on how to prioritize your healing and really, like, honestly apply that today. But we got to remember to walk away from the scarcity mentality that we don't have enough inside of us. We have to walk away from this idea that everyone has to come with you, right? Like, sometimes that may be your family. You feel like you have to pay your family's bills or you have to, you feel like you have to always just tend to the needs of your family like yes community it takes community to raise these kids absolutely but not at the expense of your obedience to what God is telling you to do in this season sometimes excuses will creep up even in instances that feel like emergencies right you drop everything for everybody else and I'm not saying don't be a good friend I'm not saying don't be a good daughter or brother or cousin that's not what I'm saying but what I am saying is take note of those things that you have felt or those moments where you have felt like everybody gotta go with me I gotta be there for everybody well what has God been telling you to complete that you have yet to finish that's the that's what I want you to think about this week when you think about that and I want you to think about ways in which you're going to activate in your life how to practically prioritize your healing Y'all, I hope this episode was edifying. I hope that it was helpful. I hope that it was practical. I will catch you guys in next week's episode.